welcome to Zero Down from the Economics Department of Miranda House. Today, we will be talking all about Bitcoin. If you are new to the Bitcoin space, the last few months have been pretty crazy. There have been some steep climbs and hard-stopping drops making for a roller coaster of emotions. The price action is both thrilling at times and also painful, so it's easy to lose sight of what one is investing in. All the coins seem to be running together. So what's the difference? How is one coin to be distinguished from another? And more importantly, how is an investor to know what will be the long-term value of a coin? Well, Bitcoin supply is finite, as there will only ever be 21 million Bitcoins. To know more about it, we will first talk about cryptocurrency, which is a form of payment that can be exchanged online for goods and services. Many companies have issued their own currencies, often called tokens, and these can be traded specifically for the good or service that the company provides. Think of them as you would argue tokens or casino chips. One needs to exchange real currency for the cryptocurrency to access the good or service. Cryptocurrencies work using a technology called blockchain. Blockchain is a decentralized technology spread across many computers that manages and records transactions. Part of the appeal of this technology is its security. Here, Bitcoin is a cryptocurrency invented in 2008 by an unknown person. This anonymity has led to comments like, Bitcoin is a Ponzi scheme. Yet, this buzz has not stopped Bitcoin from growing. Because the purpose of Bitcoin is to be a decentralized method of exchanging money, so this anonymity has proved that it's very healthy for the platform. The currency began use in 2009 when its implementation was released as open source software. But it was until 22nd May 2010 when someone purchased something with bitcoins and that was a pizza. Hence, May 22nd is celebrated as Bitcoin Pizza Day. Bitcoins were created as a reward for a process known as mining. Initially, when bitcoins were mined, they were virtually worthless as it cost literally cents to buy a bitcoin. But now, they can be exchanged for other currencies, products and services. Reason why bitcoin has done so well is the expectation of a digital revolution. This is to say that Bitcoin buyers believe the utility of paper money has come and gone. This could prove somewhat accurate with the pandemic highlighting the potential for physical cash to be a carrier of harmful germs. With the rise of peer-to-peer -peer payment platforms, Bitcoin looks to become the superior digital currency. Bitcoin also benefits from its first mover advantage in the cryptocurrency space. It was the first digital token to catch on with investors and happens to be the largest on market capacity by a significant amount. It's five times the size of Ethereum, the second largest cryptocurrency by market capacity. Today, Bitcoin serves as an intermediary asset on a number of crypto investment platforms if you wish to purchase a less common token. To really understand the value proposition of Bitcoin, it helps to look at a bit of history. It's tempting to think that the newest ICO or altcoin is the one that will finally improve Bitcoin and fix all of its problems and that Bitcoin would be relegated to the dustbin of history due to its lack of some feature indeed. Nearly every altcoin, ICO or hard fork, thinks that they are being innovative in some fundamental way. What's missed is that the biggest innovation has already happened. Decentralized digital scarcity is a real innovation and Bitcoin was the first, and it continues to be the only such coin. All the other so-called innovations such as faster confirmation times, changing to proof of whatever, turning completeness, different signature algorithm, different transaction ordering method and even privacy are really tiny variations of a giant innovation that is Bitcoin. It's important to remember here that alternatives to Bitcoins have been proposed since 2011 and none of them have even come close to displacing Bitcoin in terms of price, usage or security. 
iXCoin was a clone of Bitcoin created in 2011 with larger block rewards and a premine. Tenebricks was an altcoin created in 2011 that tried to add GPU resistance and again had a large premine. Solidcoin was another altcoin created in 2011 with faster block times and again a premine. About the only ones that survived out of that early altcoin era are Namecoin and Litecoin, which distinguished themselves by not having premine. In a sense, it has the world's richest bug bounty to reveal any security flaws. As a result, Bitcoin has proven its security with the only thing that can really test it, time. Every other coin is much younger or has proven to be less secure. The other main property of Bitcoin that no other coin has is decentralization. By decentralization, I mean that Bitcoin does not have a single point of failure or choke point. Every other coin has a founder or a company that created their coin and they have the most influence over the coin. A hard fork, a backward incompatible change that forced on the user, for example, is an indication that the coin is pretty centralized. Centralized coins have the advantage of being able to change things quickly in response to market demand. Centralization is certainly a good thing for businesses as they are often trying to make a profit by providing some good or service to their customer. A centralized business can better respond to market demand and change what they sell for better profits. Every cryptocurrency and ICO other than Bitcoin is centralized. For an ICO, this is obvious. The entity that issues the ICO and creates the token is a centralized party. They issue the coin and thus can change the token's usage, alter the coin's incentives or issue additional tokens. They can also refuse to accept certain tokens for their goods or services. Altcoins have the same problem. Though not in such an obvious way, usually the creator is a de facto dictator for the coin and can do the same things that a government can. Taxes, inflation, picking winners and losers are often decided by the creators. As a holder of an altcoin, you have to trust not just a current leader but all future leaders of the coin to not confiscate, tax away or inflate away your coins. In other words, altcoins and ICOs are not qualitatively different than fiat. In altcoin and ICO land, you are not sovereign over your own coins. Bitcoin is different. One says that one of the greatest things that the creator did was disappear. In the early days of Bitcoin, the creator controlled a lot of what was developed. By disappearing, we have now got a situation where the parties that don't like each other or have some say in how the network is run. Every upgrade is voluntary and does not force anyone to do anything to keep their Bitcoin. In other words, it continues to offer choices to every user. In Bitcoin, you are sovereign over your own Bitcoins. But as good as Bitcoin has been for investors in 2020, there is another school of thought of people who believe that Bitcoin is a terrible investment and that it should be avoided like a plague. They believe that Bitcoin isn't really scarce. First of all, Bitcoin is only as scarce as its programming dictates. Whereas, physical metals such as gold are limited to what can be mined from Earth. Bitcoin's token count is limited by computer programming. It's not out of the question that programmers with overwhelming community support could choose to increase Bitcoin's token limit at some point in future. Thus, Bitcoin offers the perception of scarcity without actually being scarce. There's no regulation. Bitcoin is also an unregulated asset, though this lack of regulation is actually a selling point for today's crypto investors given that it provides some degree of anonymity. It's bad news if something ever goes wrong. Fiat currencies may work on blockchain. Few believe investors are also placing their faith in wrong asset. 
Over the long term, blockchain technology is where the real value lies. Blockchain can be used to reinvent supply chain management and expedite overseas payments. But when folks are buying into Bitcoin, they are gaining ownership in the digital tokens with zero ownership of underlying blockchain. If you lose your Bitcoin's private key, you lose your Bitcoin's. James Hovels, an IT guy, lost 7,500 Bitcoin's in November 2013. While he was cleaning his desk at home, he threw away his hard disk containing the private keys of Bitcoin's which he had mined in 2010. And due to the nature of Bitcoin, there is constant talk about banning it. This hostility towards Bitcoin is because it works outside the jurisdiction of traditional banking system. As Bitcoin becomes more prevalent in society, we can expect to see more innovative behaviors that ultimately result in a more courageous and gutsy culture. Bitcoin encourages bravery, grit, courage, or what Asians call fortitude. Here are few goods of Bitcoin. Potential returns can be massive. Every day you hear crazy stories about individuals making money with cryptocurrency. To put it in perspective, if you invested $1,000 in Bitcoin back in 2013, it would be worth over $400,000 today. Transparency. This one you need to take with a grain of salt unless you're on the team. You can't know the full picture. Many of the major cryptocurrencies are very transparent with their undertakings. Liquidity. When you invest in an asset like a startup, your money can be locked up for years. You're stuck unless someone buys your equity or the company is acquired or goes public. Know so with when investing in cryptocurrencies where your investment is fairly liquid. The fundamental design is such that it can't be banned, only regulated. As long as you have an internet connection and a Bitcoin wallet, you can engage in Bitcoin. Recently, Goldman Sachs restarted cryptocurrency desk amid Bitcoin boom. And in India, the cryptocurrency and regulation of official digital currency bill moves to create a facilitative framework for creation of official digital currency to be issued by the Reserve Bank of India. Additionally, the bill also seeks to prohibit all private cryptocurrencies in India. However, it allows for certain exceptions to promote the underlying technology of cryptocurrency and its uses. On the positive side, Tesla bought 1.5 billion dollars in Bitcoin, plans to accept it as payment. But an analysis by Cambridge University suggests Bitcoin uses more electricity annually than the whole of Argentina. Mining for cryptocurrency is power hungry, involving heavy computer calculations to verify transactions. In the end, we would like to say that Bitcoin can be both exciting and volatile investment. It totally depends on the individual and how they perceive it. If you decide to dabble in Bitcoin, classify it under your high risk high reward portfolio. You can reap huge profits in short term and lose heavily if the value drops. Understand that Bitcoin is a relatively new technology and even futurists are unsure about its fate. Use the philosophy buy or beware when investing in Bitcoin.